This is Family Time 75, and we're talking about our goals. We're moving from our focus on self-awareness, which we'll circle back to later, and moving toward self-management. And first, I have to say, over the first two weeks of our school year, where we do these family time activities and have these discussions in class, We've just had some wonderful discussions. For me, this has really been the best thing I've done in education. Not that it's perfect. I'm always trying to get a little better at addressing the social-emotional needs of my students. But the longer we've done it, the easier it's gotten to have open discussions in class. When we started doing it, a lot of students didn't want to talk about these things in class. They would email me with responses, and I would have these very thoughtful and impactful responses from students. And I would try to encourage the students to share those things in class because I thought so many students were just hitting on these really beautiful and brilliant ideas and it can be scary to share those things but I think they were hitting a lot of things that other students were certainly feeling and I was getting those responses I could see that many students are feeling the same things and they have a lot of great thoughts and feelings and ideas connected to all of it. And it's just gotten easier over time for us to have discussions in classrooms where now more students want to just talk about it in class than send me a message or something. And that's great because it leads to a lot of different things. For instance, last week we were talking about core values. It was powerful to hear students pick out their core values and it helps me so much know who the students are on a deeper and more meaningful level. Where it's not just looking at maybe activities that they're in, interests, but how students define themselves and who they think they really are at a core personal level. And a lot of times we just come up with some great conversation pieces. One that struck me last week was we got talking about the difference between being respectful and respecting someone. Which I thought was just a brilliant concept and an important thing to differentiate. We talked about the importance of being respectful to everyone, about recognizing other people's differences, their individuality. We discussed that there's not really good reasons to be rude to people or be cruel to people. But then we also talked about the importance of standing up for ourselves and advocating for ourselves and how we do that in a respectful way. And then we talked about what it means to be respectful and what it means to really respect someone. In class, we sort of decided that respect is something that's only earned. That we can still be respectful toward people and not necessarily respect the way that they do things. 
and maybe we disagree with some people on ethical and moral levels. Where respect is something that's, that's earned by the way that people go about business, by the way, by the characteristics we see in them and appreciate. That was a great conversation that we had in class that ties into everything we talk about in terms of social emotional learning, that ties in with everything in the world, that ties in with our pursuit of empathy, something we're always talking about. So these discussions have been great. And now we want to focus on what are some tangible self-management strategies that we can start to implement. And we're going to start with goals. I want all of you to have goals and aspirations. I want you to have things you're pursuing. That's an important part of living a happy, peaceful, fulfilling life is having opportunities for growth. Having those dreams, those ideals to chase. So that's what I want from you this week. I want you to identify around three goals. It could be a little more, could be less if you've got a couple of very specific things you want to focus on. But three is a pretty good number for what we're doing. But I want you to identify these goals. And I'm calling them goals, but it could be Maybe it's some big dream you have. Maybe it's a particular aspect of yourself on which you want to focus. That's fine. I don't want to limit it to a, oh, I would like to accomplish this specific thing. But I want you to pick three areas of focus. Three, we'll call them goals. Then I want you to break down a couple things about those goals. First, what are some of the potential obstacles that may keep you from achieving those goals or that may make achieving those goals more difficult? So for each one, try to pick out some obstacles, some barriers. Next, I want you to consider what resources you have that could help you achieve those goals. So we're looking at the challenges. And then we're looking at the resources. And the resources could be individual, personal skills. Could be other people who could help you. Can be financial resources, time resources, whatever it might be. What are the things at our disposal that can help us reach these goals and overcome those obstacles? And the next thing I want is for you to consider what you're willing to sacrifice to accomplish those goals. And I want you to be specific. For me, sacrifice is essential to success in any endeavor. Because everything in our lives exists in a balance. And when we want something different in our lives, we want some goal, we have to ask ourselves, what do I really want and what am I willing to give up to get that thing? That's what it really comes down to. Sometimes it's sacrificing time. Sometimes it's, oftentimes, it's sacrificing something that would maybe be more enjoyable in the moment. Delaying that instant gratification 
for what we ultimately want down the road. Sometimes it's separating ourselves from situations or even people who might be holding us back and really being obstacles to what we want to achieve and where we want to go. So we have to be honest about that. And sometimes we have things where maybe we're not willing to give up certain things that would help us reach that goal, and that's okay. But we have to be honest and say, if I want to achieve this thing, it appears that I might have to give up A, B, C. And if I'm not really willing to give those things up, maybe I need to be honest and reassess what my goals should be. And that's okay. Then we're going to talk about in class some ways that you can specifically set up the management and accountability of your goals. And there's a lot of different, there's a lot of things out there. Some things are going to work different for other people, but I want really more than anything, I want you to try something. And if you find that this particular management strategy for your goals doesn't work for you, that's okay. You can always change, but you're not going to know what works if you're not trying something. I don't think we can really have a goal and not put in some sort of plan to reach it. It makes it very difficult to accomplish anything if we're just saying, well, this is what I want, but I'm not taking tangible, functional, measurable steps to get there. So for me, and maybe I'll post a picture of this on socials and things like that so people can see it who are just listening to this. And I know it's gonna be hard to see on the video, but my goal management strategy is something like this. It looks like just sort of a lot of scribbles on a yellow legal pad for those who are just listening. I like to use notebooks and legal pads and sketchbooks to mark down notes for things. And what I found works best for me is not even necessarily writing out specific goals, but giving myself areas of focus, things I know are important to me, and then just sort of for myself, monitoring how often I'm working on those areas. So on the sheet for me, I have, I always have sort of bigger, broader goals that are maybe for things I want to focus on for a year. Then I kind of break that down by the month. So I have on this sheet of paper, this is from August. So just right on top, August, 2021. And then I have things I want to focus on. The first thing I always write is my kids, my own children. And then I'll put kind of a subcategory of that. So I put kids and I just put quality. To me, that's just a reminder, especially at the beginning of the school year. I'm coaching football. School's going. My kids have sports. We're very busy in the fall. So I just put quality under kids. And that's a reminder for myself that we may not have as much time together hanging out as we would like. 
but it's important for me to make the, our time together quality time. So that's not a specific goal, but it's a, a specific point of focus for me. And then I'll kind of just put tally marks. That one I didn't even put tally marks next to this month. I just put it on there so I can see it every day to remind myself, hey, whatever time I've got with the kids today, make it quality time. Make sure we're getting something out of it and we're enjoying our time together. But then I have other categories of focus. So I have health, art, media, home, school, learn. Those are the categories I picked out for August. Under health, then I broke down categories. I put uh, med, which is for me just shorthand for meditate. Then I put MA, shorthand for martial arts. Underneath that, I put TKD, TKD and BJJ. Two martial arts that I train in, Taekwondo, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Then I put flex core, which for me is like yoga, flexibility, core training. Then I put strength. Then I put conditioning. Those are the categories under health. And to me, it's a reminder to, I've been kind of focusing on doing a variety of things for my physical and mental health. So meditation, martial arts, training, kind of the yoga, flexibility training, strength training, and conditioning. And then I just literally put a tally mark next to those categories whenever I do something that lends themselves to it. So if I'm, I usually meditate pretty much every morning. It's part of my routine. I think I missed one this month. If I look back at my tallies, there was one morning where whatever got up and got going right away and didn't take the time to meditate. But I think other than that, I hit every day this month. That's a way to hold myself accountable. I can look and say, okay, did I do a pretty good job with my meditation this month? Or is that something I need to reassert my focus on? Or that's something that's pretty much a habit. I can look at my other, you know, if it's my martial arts training or things like that. Do I have a lot of days where I've hit that? Maybe I want to do a little bit more. I can go like that for each category. So art, that's sort of the creative things that I do. So I have like blog posts under there, book, and art. There I've got some tally marks next to the blog post stuff I do, to the different visual arts stuff I do. I wrote book on there because that's something as an author, I'm always trying to write and kind of have something going for the next book. I've got an outline for a book, but that's something I didn't spend a lot of time on this month. So that reminds me that, hey, maybe next month I can reassert myself on that. And I don't need to go through every category but that, I've discovered, is what works for me. I give myself these headings, these points of focus for a month. And then, during the month, I'll write down for each week. I'll just write out the days. And then I can mark down what I need to focus on that day. And then by the end of the week, I've got a pretty nice list of things that I've been working on. And as far as specific goals, I'll get a little more specific. Like right now... <clears throat> Right now, one of my focuses is averaging six hours a week on my media work. Meaning the blogs, meaning podcast stuff, interviews with people. I try to be specific about that because it is a busy time of year for me, as I mentioned. And I feel like if I... 
if I focus in, if I give myself about one work day a week, if I find that through time on the weekends, time on the evenings, in total, I figure if you're at work, a regular sit-down job or you know, regular career job that we might go to a nine-to-five type of job, you're there for you know eight hours, nine hours, whatever it might be. But if I'm focusing on an eight-hour workday, I'm probably doing, you're maybe doing six hours of work because you've got lunch in there and you've got, you know, other things. There's always downtime in jobs. So if I'm like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to set aside one work day to work on my media stuff because that's something I want to continue doing. That's an area in which I want to continue growing six hours a week. And then I say on average, if I've got a week that's really busy with a lot of stuff, I can still be hammered away, but then I mark down how much time I do each day. And there are some days where I will literally put 0.25, meaning one-fourth of an hour, where on that day, I only got in 15 minutes of media work, but it adds up. So if I'm really busy at the beginning of the week and I've done 15 minutes one day and did 30 minutes the next day, maybe I got an hour one day, By the time I get to Friday, at least maybe have a couple of hours. And then if it's on the weekend, sometimes I can find three, four hours at a time to sit down and really work and give myself office hours to sort of meet that goal. And maybe there's a week where I only get five hours of work in. But instead of beating myself up because of that, I say, next week, maybe I can find a little more time to average out that six hours. Maybe I get seven or eight hours in of work this week because I don't have as busy a weekend. Maybe my kids are with their mom, so I have a little more time. Then I can hit that average. And that's what I'm shooting for. So we're going to talk about in class ways that you can help manage your goals. But it really starts with identifying what they are. Identify specific goals or specific areas of focus for you. I know I've had some students right now who have been, who are seniors who are thinking about what's the next step going to be. And they're at the beginning of their senior year of high school, but that's a time to really be thinking about where do I want to go from here? What do I want to do next? Well, that can be an area of focus. Maybe it's not a specific goal that like, by December, I want to have a plan. It doesn't need to be that, but maybe it's, writing down, I want to focus on figuring out what I want to do next year. And then you can just make tally marks. Or you can write down, here's how much time I spent on it. Or then it can you can break it down into smaller pieces of, did I, did I look at different options for college? Or career options? Did I look at post-secondary programs? If that's one of the aspects you want to focus on, you can make marks. It gives you something to measure. So that's what we're doing this week, moving towards self-management, looking at something tangible, our goals, our aspirations, our areas of focus. Let's have another great week of school or another great week for anybody who's listening to this. Much love. <laughs>